hopping. Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again, and this is BBQ Big Brother Quarantine. With me as always, it's Jade. Hey guys, what's up? All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Hopefully you had a chance to catch our last episode where we talked about the first eviction of the season and the new head of household. That was Keisha leaving the house first and then Memphis winning the second head of household of the year. I decided to come back with you with a little live feed fun, a little live feed chaos. I decided a fun way to do this and kick off this episode was just to let Jade know what I saw on the overnight feeds and let her react to that. And then we'll add other things we saw and other ideas and, you know, uh, what else is going forward. So uh, I'll just set it up that... uh, A few people did play for safety yesterday. Uh, I still wasn't 100% on who won it. It might have been Christmas that won it, uh, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, At the end of the day, both Nicole A. and David find themselves on the block. Uh, It sounds like... uh, Memphis didn't hold any punches when putting him up. We'll have to wait to the episode to see what he actually said. But I gathered that he said something to the effect of like, I told you to play for Vito. So it like just came off a little like stern. So at the end of the day, we'll see. And in my opinion, I don't think like he's doing this for like, bullying reasons or racist reasons or anything like that but we'll see when the episode comes out but I I, overall I get that vibe that um, hopefully you know we're not dealing with a a uh, bad situation here as far as that's concerned but I, I, I know that at least it did come off like a little mean and I, I heard that uh David really did want to snap back and Nicole's been taking it really hard and she was uh, crying about it. Uh, But as far as what I saw in the overnights uh, that Jade doesn't know that I'm going to let her hear and then respond to is that uh, when she left watching, Kevin was trying to console Nicole and he was telling her like, hey, don't listen to them like whatever, like, we need to get you out of this and you need to find out who you can trust, but I don't know if you can trust them. And it was a little unsure, but it turns out he was actually talking about Janelle and Kaser. So it turns out Janelle's up in the head of household room, uh, finishing, like, completely (laughs) kind of getting tipsy with Memphis. And she, like, completely helped finish his like bottle of wine just between the two of them so she was trying to get really close to him and as far as the way that played out when I listened to it it looked like he was like it looked like he was actually on their side honestly like he did sell me and he was saying like um who his true target could be is is Ian right for like a a back door here so he said that and like she had 
like told him what he what she thought about like who was together like Cody and uh, t- uh, no Tyler uh, Cody Tyler she threw a bunch of people out as like other side of the house type candidates and so shortly after that meeting um Janelle and Kaser in what Nicole A would later say like kind of cornered they describe as cornered they caught her in the love room and they wanted to console her and they were really like gaming towards her they're like they were like this is you're gonna be fine this is fine um worst case uh scenario uh David goes home you know best case we can flip this and get somebody else out and you both guys are both good so um Janelle and Case are really selling this idea that um they were they were talking about the numbers and who they had they had themselves they had Davon they had Bailey so uh they you had Kevin so they had five votes so they were saying we need one more person and and Kaser was saying I I told Christmas this and she, uh, Janelle's like why'd you do that and he's like no I got her this is good like he's like that can be the six like I'm telling you Nicole you're like safe you're so safe you're 100% safe like we can figure this out so honestly from a viewer point of view I was like oh, okay like I see this coming together little did I know that right after painting pretty much that conversation took place uh, Nicole still crying goes to uh the room where like cody is and and tyler is and stuff like that and she's crying and they all give her a hug and support and honestly enzo said one of the most real things in this whole thing that i wanted you to respond to i know there's gonna be a lot so you're gonna have a big monologue to respond to this but um enzo was talking about like he's like this is like so crazy he's like everybody's got like seven alliances he's like he he put it right out on the table he's like he's like i can't believe how quickly this like spiraled spiraled and like everybody's got the information he's like i'm telling you guys he's like the only thing that's gonna matter this season is the competitions he's like i don't know about this like working together thing like seems like everybody's working with somebody working with the other person like he's like when it comes down to it it's got to be competitions he's like anybody can go up you know like and i was like whoa like he's really actually nailing it there he's the one person like everybody's trying to get an angle here and trying to scheme but um back up with the janelle memphis conversation one thing that she that he said which i thought lent himself to her side was he was like dissing cody and he was saying like i can't believe this guy like whatever he's all over the place and they were talking about that like the way he like does his conversations Wait, who said that? memphis said that about cody he's like he's all over the place he's like i don't know if he's gonna last like he's He's saying one thing, doing another. He's taught with this person. He's with that person. He's like, I don't know if he's going to last. He says this though. And then before, in the moments right before Nicole came in to the room, Cody revealed to Tyler, he said, I just talked to Memphis. He told me all about the conversation he just had with Janelle. He told me all about who they think what sides are and who what people are on. So it's clear Memphis is not 
with Janelle and Kaser. And honestly, they look appear to be in the most trouble after what I viewed last night. If anything, they could be backdoor targets. They are completely vulnerable unless they play for power of veto, in my opinion, you know. Uh, I know Memphis is still... At the same time, I did hear him talk to say to Janelle, as much as he does want Ian out, he thinks he can't last and will be one of these first four or five weeks. Like there's, he'll be such a, he's such a target. He doesn't know how he's going to make it out of those first four weeks. So, um, yeah, a lot to digest and I'm sure I have a little more for you, but what's your initial reaction to all this madness? Okay, that was awesome that you did that, but just for future reference, let's break it up next time because my head is like spiraling, like I can't go like back and forth like that. Oh my gosh, okay. The um, only reason I didn't break it up is because you had to know one thing without, if I told you that Memphis is good, I would have had then had to tell, with Janelle, I would have had to tell you that he's actually not and reported right to Cody. Oh my so. gosh, yeah. Okay, so that was a lot of different groups. Um... Oh my gosh, okay. I guess it's the most recent thing to stand out, because that's like, um... I guess overall, a lot of it does involve Memphis, because he is the HOH. Um, I... I was kind of, like, a little bit frustrated with him last night, but I do understand, like, his gameplay. He seems more of a player that's playing just for the game and not emotionally like a lot of other house guests are so he's probably just like the way that you described it and like him talking to everyone like it literally does seem like just like game and i think you're right about the whole enzo's point of just playing for the comps and not really caring about your alliance as much as they could be like strong in the other seasons like just take it with a grain of salt like basically anything anyone says because for one this is all stars and two like it feels it feels different at that point and like this is like the newest season like it's everything's going on right now like it's not like season like four or anything like that where barely anyone's ever played the game before yeah, like know. it's so different like, yeah another thing to add that uh you would find interesting as far as his gameplay go is memphis told janelle in this big conversation he's like i just want to win this year like i want to win competitions i don't care who goes i'm and I honestly, I believe that's how yeah. he's feeling because he's selling that to her. And yes, maybe he's going and telling Cody, but both of them then had conversations later about him saying that he wants to be like the all time competition winner. And who is that? And it's like Janelle. She talked about like she won like six vetoes in a season and yeah. four head of household. And it's like that's 10 competitions in a season. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like unlikely especially in a house of all stars yeah. but it's interesting to hear like that's, that's his cool. point of view you know yeah yeah and that's really interesting because like janelle does hold the most wins for in a season but i think danny also yeah she's holds up something yeah, she's up so there. she's up there um i feel like as uh, i think she, who was it who had a target on her was it memphis who had a target on her danny who is targeting Danny? Um, 
he threw it out there, but it was almost like as a joke because. Oh yeah, she was like. She was withholding information. Yeah. Like they're supposed to be in this. Memphis says, you know, he's supposed to be in this alliance here with Cody and Tyler yeah. and stuff like that. But she wouldn't reveal her sources for this like girl talk. She right. didn't want to throw the girls under the bus, and he's like angry. Tell like, me, like faking. Like, you're it. gonna go up on the block. Yeah. And that was before even he had head of household. He joked about if he did get head of household. Yeah, so, so okay, that's not really that's not really a real threat. Okay, so in terms of Danny, I I'm like going to go back to no, everything that you were yeah. saying, but I think that she could like kind of go not necessarily under the radar, but I feel like she's like not necessarily anyone's like, "Oh, like I want Kesar out. Oh, I want a backdoor Ian, you know?" Yeah. I feel like Danny could actually like get through. Right now the hot seat targets are Janelle, Kaser, and Ian are high-level targets, and low-level, okay-if-they-go-home targets are Kevin, David, and Nicole A., two of those which are currently on the block. But, um, you know, as scary as that might be, and it's interesting to see from that point of view, and Nicole really was, like, crying with, like, multiple people, but then trying to really get over it, at the same time, uh, Tyler did say something to her. He, oh, both of David was in the room too. He's like, he's like, he's like, y'all are not going home this week. He's like, watch, I bet. He's like, I guarantee you guys are safe. Watch next week this time, you guys are gonna, both going to be here. Tyler. Tyler said that to them. So he's like, in the room. Memphis is like kind of backdoor someone. That's that's what he feels. That's what Tyler thinks. Right. And the based off just what I saw, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Janelle or Kaser because sadly it looks like they think they're good they think they have five six people with them but they don't, but they don't. they're pretty much they're too big on of a target island. they really are on their own they think they have Davon they think they have Bailey they think they have Christmas they yeah. think they have Kevin they I think, think they have Nicole A they think it's the seven of them yeah. Versus the other side, and it's not. I think it's just just a sad fact of, like, yes, as many times as Kaser, and I think Janelle's even said it probably a few times, too. Like, it was, like, oh, like, 10, 15 years ago, whatever the last All-Star was that they were on. They have been on All-Stars before. They are the, like, oldest like big brother players to play this game and they did a lot in their seasons like they're well-known players not to say that everyone else isn't but it makes sense how big of a target is on their backs compared to everyone else ganging up against them right right and honestly they're not doing themselves any fate any they are gaming because, a lot yeah and it's like it's getting around everything's getting around and that's what enzo's point was keep coming back to him because he said like i said the best thing he's like like I can't he's like he's like nothing staying secret in this house like he's like it just it's not happening like it was interesting when he where he said that too it was in the bathroom and it wasn't like Cody or Tyler there I think it was I think it was Davon and Danny that he said that to but yeah he was just like I don't know what to do like he's like He's like, I, he's like, I don't think anything is for sure here. Like, anything can happen. Right. Um, as far as the nominees go, it kind of just hurt my heart a little bit because um, I didn't 
we didn't know yeah, yesterday know morning. Context. Yeah, well, even yesterday morning, I didn't. We didn't know the nominees yet, right? We didn't. We um, didn't, and they had to play for safety first. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yesterday morning, Dad was already off at work, and so most time in the morning, I turn on live feeds. Everyone else is asleep except for David. I swear, I watched this guy for an hour <laughs> talking out his game. Oh, wow. Because he was, like, meditating, and then he, like, talked it out, and then he meditate more because that really helps him in the house. Um, and I was, like, I was like straight dedicated. I'm, like, I wasn't on my phone or anything. I was, like, talking back to him on the TV. I was, like, yes, that's what you need to do. Or, like, no, that's dumb. Like, And I was just, like, fully invested because he was, like... Well, like, you know his reasons for doing this. Like, he wants yeah. to be, like, the first African-American black player to win this game. And that's huge, especially for the time. And yeah. honestly, it should have happened by now, which is terrible. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, so he has all that. And then he's just like, I want to do it for my family and everyone who doesn't have a voice. Like, yeah. the, like Bailey and Dave Honor here. If I don't win, like, I want one of them to go hella far and just, like, freaking win it. And I, I was just so. like, I hope so. damn it, man, you know? Yeah, I think in the back of her head, Nicole F. is going to play, but I really do think it's truthful and honest that she'll try as hard as she can not to screw over Davon. At the very least, yeah. she'll, if it comes down to her having, like, to vote against her being like you know i'm being straight up and honest with you i'm not going behind your back like yeah. if it comes to that point but uh, i think that'd be really interesting to see honestly because like that really prove like oh like are you of your word not even like as like a game standpoint but as a person because you said that you would help change my life like i did yours right right and i, I think she will like in the back of her mind as much as she can but <laughs> also at the same point you as much as you do want to help somebody anybody you really can never like self-sabotage yourself yeah. like or why are you even there like true you know yeah because like her reasoning for coming back was like oh like i need to prove myself and i'm like okay that's fine but also you did win yeah and, and you like, don't need to prove and, like, anything as yeah. hard as the fans may be one of the things that the, the house guests you talk about is how you can't let that get to you right like, exactly that's just like even if a hundred, I think you said this like a few weeks back, like even if a hundred people say like, oh, like you didn't deserve a pulled it, that's a hundred people. Yeah. You right. still have the win. Yeah. And that may be all the people talking online, but there's plenty of people when people are okay with a thing or happy with it, they don't feel the need to jump online and make a comment or make a post, yeah. you know, they're not going to go out of their way to say a good thing, even though that's what they think. So... Yeah, and going with um, Nicole A, it was interesting to hear her talk about, um, this was before I went down, I think, how um, how sad she was that she felt like she's like back in the same spot that she was last year. Yeah, and I get that. And it was it was interesting, the mindset that we came into that and we felt like we were just almost like getting that info. We were like, oh, she's up on the block. And then we like, oh, it's David too. We find that out. And then we just hear pieces of conversation, like I say, before the picture comes into view. And you worry at first, like, oh no, like, is there, we hope there's not like, you know, 
I know there's not, but you would hope there's not like a, a, a bullying like method behind this or like just feeding on that. One thing I heard uh, both Janelle say to Kaser and Nicole A and Cody say to Tyler, and I can't remember who else was in the room, but two different separate conversations, both not in the room, yeah. both of them said that Memphis was coming at this from like, he had like six people in mind and he really didn't, like he wanted it to be his own decision and he wanted to come to his his own reasons. And yes, uh, Nicole was there in the room with him, but he maybe didn't actually, of all the people he spent time with in the have not room, maybe he felt the least connection to her. So that felt like a good nomination. And we're just reading inside. We don't know if he said this or revealed this. And then the other thing, it may have gotten back to him. There's no denying it got out in the house that David said Memphis was his target. David did reveal that. So if that got back to Memphis, it's hard to be like too mad at him for putting up the guy that said he, you were his number one target. Why wouldn't you right. put up that guy at that point? Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, so... Just a little live feed fun reaction. I don't know if we've got anything else on the table for right now, but uh, um, wanted to just have fun with a little like live reaction, just your your instant thought. We didn't go over this ahead of time. So. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention was, did you want to talk about seeing um, Memphis's HOH room? Oh, yeah. Um, that was interesting because we had turned on the live feeds. I'm glad you brought that up because the last time we recorded, we were talking about the eviction episode and uh, the, the, the new head of household. And that's kind of where we ended. So I'm glad you remembered that because that's really cool. We turned on the live feed after and... Yeah. Yeah. We turned on the live feeds and it was interesting because I had it on... And people were just talking like normal. And I actually turned away from the TV in the chair. The, I swiveled the chair away. And it was like quiet for a minute. And then boom, burst. Like Memphis burst out of the thing. And I like flipped around. And he did the, you know, who wants to see the HOH room? And whatever. It was like, whoa. Like I, I had no idea. Like it's cool. Like I'm not, I guess I shouldn't be surprised they do it on the live feeds, but this was our first experience in seeing that. And I was like, whoa. And then to see, like, I can't remember who did it, but somebody actually did the song yeah, like you just did. Yeah, the Because they were opening the door, but you couldn't see them. Yeah, yeah. So then it was interesting because when they get in the room, obviously they do the things you see on TV. Everybody sees his picture. Everybody finds a spot. But what really stood out to me, which we don't get because there's cuts in when you see it on the regular show, is how everybody was focused on Memphis as the head of household. Nobody was daring to have a little side conversation, even something as small as like, hey, did you like see the gummies he got? Like nothing like that, like been between. Everybody was like laser focused on him and there was a few moments where like nobody said anything and they were all just tuned in like I think 
Bailey got up to look at the bathroom and then she like looked at his basket, but otherwise there was no conversation and everybody was just zoned in on him. And I was like, man, that's weird. I mean, it makes sense, but it also, it feels like hella weird because you have like 15 other people like staring at you while passing your family pictures around waiting for you to like read your letter and like there's like a certain like respect slash i know like some hrs say like oh like kiss up aspect to it so it's it's kind of funny right so just i you know i assume actually a lot of people that have listened to this pod thank you shout out uh actually have more big brother experience than we do if you're interested enough to listen to this pod there's a good chance you've been with it longer than we have it's a show that's been around 20 years and we've only just been watching the last couple months and we like binged all these seasons and and you know now we're finally seeing this season this is our first time with live feeds and this is our first time seeing it but uh for us uh, here on the west coast we would love to see it earlier when it aired pretty much in real time at five o'clock here on the pacific it was eight eastern so i would have loved to see it that way but we basically saw the episode at eight it ended at nine we recorded for about a half hour after that and then you know whatever that last episode was a half hour 40 minutes and then right before 10 o'clock is when it went down and i was like whoa like that's cool to know going forward that like as long as things i guess go to plan as according as like the production goes the behind the scenes stuff and everything like that like it's something you can actually too worth tuning in for like be ready at like between like 9 40 and 10 for it possibly to happen you know yeah and that's really cool um i think it's interesting to like know the fact that like they probably have like their each person's like hoh stuff like in a box somewhere right well except for that first one because yeah. it was moving day and the only thing I, I i figure there is like it's too early yeah well no like it's still like they told them they need one but maybe like cody's family actually like they shipped it but it it just didn't get there in time and that was like damn that was the one person or one of the few people we didn't have like the stuff we didn't have the box yet you know you would think they would be ready for anything like that but anything can happen because it is on the family side too and i'm sure they have to send it in So there's that element of, you know, it also would be interesting to hear if like he did get at least like pictures. I know they gave him the basket already, so he doesn't need like a whole nother thing like that. But like do when the pictures arrived, are they like here? Like you get these because you are a week one. Maybe that'd be nice. Yeah. So, um, as far as watching that, like I said, it was interesting that like everybody was just zoned in on him. There was only so much conversation going around talking about kids and, and you know, his son had written him a letter talking about summer camp and how school was upcoming. And he was a little emotional for that, as expected, as anybody would be, as any parent would be, I can say, you know. Uh, but in, you know, not too long 
after that, after they were sitting around, I think Kaser was the first one to get up and like give him a hug of congratulations. And then almost everybody followed in suit. And I expected to see a few hanger arounds, but almost everybody cleared out, which was surprising to me. Even Cody and Enzo, you would assume those two would have hung on the most because I guess for the first one, Enzo and Tyler were the ones that hung on. For this one, it was Janelle. And that's why the how I kicked off this pod with the whole big monologue, that's why I was so shocked uh, with all the revelations last night because Janelle was the one to hang around. He told her she wasn't a target. She said things like, you know, if you need anything, if you need any help, you need to do anything, you know, talk with me. Like, you know, we can do this. And he seemed totally into that and the thing that like without the talking heads and the diary room sessions talking over it you don't get that context that like of course he's gonna be like yeah sounds good like what is he gonna say like no I'm not working with you you know he's not gonna say that so until you get the context you actually don't know where somebody's heads at you know so right yeah and that just shows like good acting and stuff like that which is kind of cool right definitely so uh, on that note, I think we're about ready to bring this one to wrap. Can you think of anything else that's been going on in the house? Um, Nicole made a snowman. Oh, yes. Uh, that's on Big Brother's YouTube page. is one of their live feed highlights. And the funniest part I found about that was it's Nicole with Janelle and I think Christmas in the bathroom. And she builds it and... Then obviously some time passes and then it's Kevin and David sitting in the bathroom and Kevin's like, oh my God, that's a snowman. And he starts working on it. And it's so funny and cool to see like without somebody to explain it, somebody that was already in the room, like him to catch that and them to be like, yeah. the, the discovery of it was so interesting. Yeah, the discovery. And I like that he, okay, because I think Nicole put a hat on it and we were going to yeah. add stuff later. But then um, Kevin added Ian's sunglasses right. and it was like, <laughs> yay, like every house guest should add something. Like, I love this. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely. funny too, because the camera at one point was like, because Kevin and David started talking again and the cameras were like moving to the snowman and to them trying to get their attention like wait do more <laughs> yeah <laughs> it really did it, yeah. it's trying to point it out like like hey that's fun yeah <laughs> work with that work with that more of that so and then uh the other live feed thing that was up was uh Kevin showing Nicole A and Davon Anita Vito, his character that he revealed uh, in his move-in video. And he didn't break out when he actually did need a veto. I think that was because he was worried it would rub too many people the wrong way and could just get him kicked out. But he revealed the character to them, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, and that was super cool. They were all into it. They were super supportive. Um, kind of shocked, which is cute. And Yeah, I loved it. You should guys check it out. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yep, yep. Big Brother's uh, official YouTube page. It's on there. So definitely check that out. And... On that note, I think that'll do it for this one, right? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Yeah, we'll be back after Sunday's episode where they'll have the safety suite and the nominations. So uh, even though we pretty much know, 
I'm sure there's going to be lots of revelations as far as the diary room sessions go. So until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society. Thank you.